0: of the midweeks hello friends it's good to have you back we're recording this for easter saturday of 2021 i'm not sure exactly what you call easter saturday we know there's good friday on the friday easter sunday on the sunday good friday commemorates the day of jesus's death by crucifixion Easter Sunday commemorates the day of his resurrection from the grave, from the tomb. And then there's this Saturday in between, and I have never heard if it has an official name. I'm sure it does. You can always text me if you know what the official name is. But I want to just look at this day because as I was thinking about this weekend, it strikes me as amazing how little we know about what happened on this day. But what we do know, I think, is instructive for us. Um, You would think that that day when the body of Christ was in the tomb dead and the disciples were scattered, you would think that would be a time that, um, because of the drama and the emotion, that would be commemorated somehow. But very little is recorded about it, and I think that is instructive. But two things are recorded about it in the Gospels, and I want to read both of them to you, and I think you'll catch what I'm seeing here. So this is from the Gospel of Luke. We're in chapter 23, starting in verse 55. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath they rested according to the commandment. So that's Luke. Here is Matthew. This is the recording of what happened on that Saturday in between. The Sabbath day in between Jesus' death and his resurrection, this is what it records, chapter 27, starting in verse 62, going through verse 66. The next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that imposter said while he was still alive, after three days I will rise. Therefore, order the tomb to be made secure until the third day lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people he has risen from the dead and the last fraud will be worse than the first and Pilate said to them you have a guard of soldiers go make it as secure as you as secure as you can so they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard all right so these are the only two descriptions we have the women who observe the Sabbath day and they rest. as, And then we also have the chief priests and Pharisees uh, working on the Sabbath day to put extra protections against Jesus coming back from the, the grave. So observation number one about the women. Um, just think about the culture of sabbath keeping that these people would keep the sabbath even if it meant not going to the tomb of their beloved healer teacher when he was yet unanointed with the spices for burial they only had enough time on that friday to bring him down from the cross to bring him to the tomb where joseph of arimathea put him into this tomb they sealed it up but they didn't have enough time to actually prepare the body in an honoring way. And so as far as they got was to actually prepare the, anoint- the ointments and prepare the spices, but they couldn't go to the tomb to do anything about it. And as I, as far as I understand it, you know, they they observe the Sabbath, which goes from um, sundown to sundown. Instead of like us, how we, we do our days from 12 midnight, which is in the middle of the night, they do theirs according to either sundown to sundown or sunrise to sunrise. I forget at this moment. Again, you can clarify in the comments. Or you can text me, email me. However, just think of how strong their desire to observe God's command was that they would take that Sabbath and to sit in the loss of the death of Christ when probably you know every impulse would be to honor to go mourn to show their love to show their faithfulness by going and preparing the body even just to be near him in a sense knowing that he was there behind the tomb wall but that they stayed away to observe the sabbath and they observed god's command to rest and to not do that work and And I can only imagine that was just such a devastating day. The disciples were scattered. We don't know if they got back together, the 12 or whatever. We don't know if they were arguing, fighting, recriminating each other, blaming each other, despairing together. We really don't know, which is part of the amazing thing. All we know is that these women who wanted to show love and honor to Jesus by anointing his body rested In the Lord according to the command to observe the Sabbath so that when they came the next day they found the tomb open and Jesus had risen on that third day as as far as I understand how it's counted he was dead on Friday that's the first day he spent a whole day Saturday in the tomb and then rose from the grave early Sunday morning that's the third day Um, but they they waited because of that second day was a Sabbath day Jesus was in the tomb over the Sabbath, and the women didn't come to anoint him on that second day because it was the Sabbath, and they came on the third day and found the tomb empty, and Jesus raised from the dead, but just, I'm just thinking about how they, their hearts were to rest in God, even in the moment of probably the worst moment of their lives, having lost Christ to death on the cross, and that whole day of processing and waiting and just kind of maybe even just staring at all these spices that they're, they're, Waiting to bring to Christ to honor him with in his death. So, but just the rest, the willingness to rest, even in loss. Contrast that with the chief priests and the Pharisees who are supposed to be the holy people. Remember, the chief priests are the ones who run the temple. The Pharisees are meant to be like the holy class of the non priesthood. They're supposed to be the holy people. They're supposed to be the ones really obeying the law. How many times did these guys get into fights with Jesus about proper Sabbath keeping? Um, they got mad when Jesus healed on the Sabbath. You know, they were real hardcore legalists about the Sabbath. And yet here they are on the Sabbath visiting Pilate in order to get together this establish this guard and to really secure the tomb and so you see them not resting in the lord on this day that jesus is dead now he's dead they in one sense they should be thinking themselves mission accomplished we got rid of this guy but then they can't stop thinking about it they can't stop worrying oh no no they might steal the body they might pretend he's come back and so even though it's the sabbath They should be resting unto the Lord. Their unbelief is revealed in their their drivenness to work on the Sabbath, even against the claims of Christ by visiting Pilate, who, again, is an unbeliever, so you don't know how close they got to him, but they're there, they're doing political scheming with a pagan on the Sabbath when they should be honoring God with rest, and they're plotting against the disciples of Christ here, and so we, this is the most we actually know about this day. These these four or five verses is the big story in the Gospels of what happened during these days is that Christ's enemies couldn't even rest, even after killing him, as they um, resisted faith and wouldn't rest in the Lord and were still busy trying to stand against the promise of Christ to come back from the dead. So... This day, this Saturday, this Sabbath day in between the Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday, is in the Gospels we see these two pictures of choosing to rest in the midst of devastation and the inability to rest even in the midst of quote-unquote victory because the chief priests and Pharisees won, but they still couldn't rest because they didn't have faith in God. They didn't know God. They were being political manipulators. The women, on the other hand, who wanted to honor Christ and loved him, even though they thought he was dead and gone, they could rest. They did rest. They rested in the Lord on this Sabbath, this Easter Sabbath. And because of that, the next morning they were in the right place at the right time to meet Jesus fresh, fresh from his resurrection. And so there's this big lesson in us, resting, resting, resting. This franticness to desire to control so often is just an expression of unbelief. I know when I do it, when I'm stressed and feeling frantic, it's an expression of unbelief. And I don't want to join the chief priests and Pharisees in their unwillingness to rest, even when they supposedly won. I want to join these women who prepared the day they could with the spices, and in the midst of their suffering and loss, Chose to rest in God and observe His Sabbath. Now, I know as Christians we don't need to keep the Sabbath per se, but we do need to keep real rest in the Lord in our hearts. And so, as you're listening to this on the Saturday morning or any day, I want to encourage us together let's let rest be something we choose and participate with in God. There'll always be a reason to be frantic, but we have the best reason to rest. We know God. He's in control, and maybe as we choose to rest more and more in the Lord, we'll be like these women who rested on the Saturday, and because they did, the Sunday morning, they were in the exact right place to be the first people to lay eyes on the risen Christ, and we can trust in God that as we rest in Him, when it is time to move, everything will be ready for God to fulfill His purposes for us. So, on this time May the Lord bless you, encourage you, may he grant you supreme rest in these crazy, this is our second COVID Easter weekend, resurrection weekend. May the Lord bless us as we seek to rest in him in the midst of great discomfort, loss, pain, maybe even joy. May we rest in him. God bless.